Hello from Los Angeles and welcome to another episode of Mondays with Mindy. I am joined as always by my co-host and co-producer, Christian Brescia. Hi everybody, welcome back. Today we're going to have a conversation with Gina Panabianco. Gina Panabianco is a producer and was born and raised in New Jersey, moved to LA in 1999 with a dream and a passion for telling stories that would move the masses, whether by laughter, mostly, <laughs> or extreme thought-provoking, you know, heartfelt tales. She raised $500,000 for her first feature in 2004 wow. and has not stopped since. Wow. Yeah. Her producing credits include feature films and TV movies. First with her partner, Tosca Musk, they mastered the romantic film genre. And that's where we first met uh, when she cast me in their production of A Cinderella Christmas. Mm -hmm. In 2016, she co-founded Passion Flicks, a streaming service, which turns romance novels into movies with Tosca and their other partner, Joni Kane. As president and COO, she produced all movies and series until her exit in 2018. She felt compelled gratefully, to get back to her roots of storytelling in the form of more elaborate romantic comedies and the thought-provoking stories I talked about before in the form of uh, just to reach a broader audience, sure. shall we say. Of course. Yes. Again, I was fortunate enough to be hired for a little part in one of those productions. Gratefully, Gina has always kept me in mind when she's casting. In fact, it was during the production that she first offered me the role of Priscilla in a feature based on the nonfiction book, Pornology, a nice girl like you. Self-promotion, Christian. Finally, a nice girl like you starring Lucy Hale and Jackie Cruz and yours truly. Shot in New York and New Jersey was made at the end of 2018. And it's finally coming out gratefully on July 17th on all demand platforms. You'll hear more about that. Yay. Um, Yay, I know. <laughs> in 2019, Gina formed Caliwood Pictures with her longtime friend and business partner, Wesley Shirk, and investors Michael Reiser and John Straley. A Nice Girl Like You is their actual first production under the new company. They're also in production on their second feature, a psychological thriller inspired by actual events, tentatively entitled Shriver, starring Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, and Kate Hudson. Wow. And unfortunately, COVID-19 shut them down with eight days left of shooting. Oh, wow. So they're going to go back. Oh, I know. It was like a harpoon in the heart for Gina. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah. So they're going to go back to production sometime in August here in Los Angeles and finish that up. Gina resides in Marina Del Rey and New Jersey with her beautiful son, Jack, and adorable pup, Harry Bear. <laughs> so I hope you're ready to gab with the highly energetic mogul that is Gina Panabianco. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to welcome to the show, Miss Gina Panabianco. Hi. Hi, G. Welcome. Hi, Christian. So great to meet you. Nice Min, to meet I you. love and adore you. Thank you for of having course. me. Ditto, please. I've already <laughs> sung your praises. Um, so we're going to start this episode the way we always do uh -huh. out of our fabulous Jonathan Adler secrets jar. I'm going to pull some questions. I love and, that jar. So do I. Uh, and we'll just go from here. Really like. Okay. It's a little get to know you session. Yeah. Getting to know you a yeah. little bit. Oh, okay. This is hilarious. Um, <laughs> if an actor were to play you in a movie. Who would you want it to be? Bette Midler. I don't even have to think of it. Ooh, that's Girl. a good one. <laughs> Yeah. I don't even have to think about it. She's like my sister. That yeah. Is I, I, amazing. You know, I, and the reason it's so easy for me to say that is. I love that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've always loved her. I've been following her from her years of her cabarets, everything she's been. She's just awesome. And I love that she can do serious, but she can be funny and she doesn't take herself too seriously. Amen. Uh, that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that's you in a nutshell. Phew, that's pretty much me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're starting off good, kiddo. All right, I'll take it. 
what's your favorite place to travel and why? Okay, so my favorite place to travel when I get there, and it will be Italy. <laughs> that is that's the favorite. Um, and who are you taking? Thank oh, yeah. you. Who are you taking on that trip? We're going Ms. on that Bianco. trip. Thank We're you. Eat and drink and flirt our way through the entire country. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Uh, and then, really, any place that that takes me to the water, and it can be super close. I love going up to Santa Barbara, Monterey, anywhere. I haven't been to Carmel. It's like my place to go that I haven't been. We've yeah. talked about Lisbon, but well, we'll be um, going. Yeah, and so I would just say I, I'm at peace when I'm by the water if not on a vineyard. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm, speaking yeah. my language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. I'm already having the wine you'll be having later. Cheers. <laughs> oh, how did where you grew up uh, and who you were raised by develop your creative aesthetic or did it? Oh, okay. Did um, it, first of it, all? Well, yes, very much so. So I grew up in New Jersey, for those of you who can't uh, hear from the accent that I have. Some of you might have thought I was French. Um, but We're about so, in New Jersey. But... Uh, uh, Bergen County, Paramus, okay. Westwood. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah, I, my, I, have, I have cousins in like Tom's River area. My family goes oh, to Oh, yeah, South Jersey. Yep. Yeah, so you know the Jersey yeah. Shore. Yeah, absolutely. All that. Um, so here's a very interesting thing. It definitely shaped me because, first of all, New Jersey is filled with a lot of characters. And I grew up in a predominantly Italian family. So everybody was very animated. But, you know, I would say the most significant thing was my, um, when my parents got divorced and moving in with my father and my stepmother, Mm -hmm. because my stepmother was a nightmare. And she's dead now, so I can talk about her. But she, um, but but it, but in such a good way because she was one of those people where when she was good, she was great, and when she was bad, she was bad. And so I learned from an early age that if I needed to get what I wanted, mm-hmm. I had to find a way to work around her, right? And she was the hardest critic. So if I needed, I don't care, a pair of boots or whatever it was, I'd have to say, I have to approach Lola like this. No, it's not working. Let me try behind. So I think that really um, gave me the ability to not take everything to heart or too seriously, but but also know that what I needed was a serious thing. But you've also just told our listeners basically how I would define how you work and produce. I mean, you are, you are, and your reputation is, uh, I feel you're finally getting the reputation you've deserved for the last decade. Yeah, I appreciate that. Which is that you not only make things happen in every aspect, most producers are, well, I'll say some producers are name only, or some producers are finance only, or some producers, for those of you who don't really know what a producer does, there's like, five different versions of a producer. Gina is all five, which is why finally she is getting not only the recognition, but the projects that she wants to do getting off the ground because you're able to raise money, find locations, cast, budget, uh, problem solve on set, problem solve post-production in the way that you just described. Mm, And people like you afterwards. (laughs) <laughs> and like me, want to work with you. I crave to have you as a boss. That says a lot. <laughs> me too. I I mean, no secret, Christian. Um, Mindy is one of my favorite people. And, you know, I all I think about sometimes at night is, why Mindy should be doing this? We've got to be doing this. And when you were talking to Isaac, yeah, his interview was so great. And he was talking about a show and he said to you, well, let's do it. I thought, I need to be part of that. I'm going to get oh. that show. <laughs> I'm doing oh my that. gosh. 
Oh my gosh, light bulb. Holy, because yeah, you, you don't even know. You I, know have to read I, I think book. people think they know Isaac, but like to know him as an actor, yeah. we've done certain things together. Yeah. Not professionally. He's kind of a genius. I didn't know he was an actor. I, all the oh, things he's auditioned for things, the things he's not gotten, you would be yeah. like, how did he not get cast? So anyway, yeah. uh, point being that just that relationship with Lola alone, not only the other things mm-hmm. and aspects, but I can now see how you work with divas, how you are able to make difficult people putty in your hand, how you're able to walk away after problem solving, even if it gets heated and walk away with dignity and grace. Anyway, I, this is not like, I'm not Christian. I'm not trying to like, you know, she's already employed me. Okay. So that, but that really explains to people, yeah. G, your, your skill set. Yeah. Uh, among other things, but yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's um, not very common out here to have in, in the entertainment business anywhere. in general, I would say it's not super common to have a producer that is uh, that well-skilled in my experience. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Someone said that to me the other day that, you know, she just said, gosh, she said, I, I don't know a lot of producers like you that actually do all these things because most people come in at 10 and they have their coffee and they're gone right. before this, yeah. show, you know, this yeah. closes down. Well, I love you know. visiting you on the production. I mentioned in the intro that got shut down due to COVID that you're going to go back to. I loved visiting you on the set and listening to people who'd never worked with you before. And it's like, uh, and we're never going to work with anybody else again. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so sweet. it was lovely to hear. Cause oh, yeah. Thank you. We had so much fun that day. Question number three. I say it like the owl, the tootsie. Three, owl. Yes. Three. How many licks? Yes. Um, another time. Mm-hmm. Another time we'll get into that. Christian, I was just going to say, <laughs> Christian will be able to contribute to that as well. Um, what assumption do people make about you that's wrong? Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I'll tell you the thing that I say to people sometimes if, if a situation goes um, not well. Uh, and I always say to them, please don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Right. Because I can be kind and I'll do everything I can and bend over backwards. But don't piss me the f- off because then it's, you know, so it's it's yeah. like I'm, I'm going to know. be kind and I'm going to. Yeah. And I'm going to do everything I can. But um, doesn't mean I'm I'm weak. I actually am well aware of everything. That's right. what I would say. Yeah. No. And I um, yeah. I do have to say I was privy to a, a couple of those times and I just thought, boy, I've never seen anyone handle someone so gracefully. So that was kind of fabulous. Thank you. Next question. Yeah. Well, I kind of, I kind of want to say the answer to this, but do you have, <laughs> do you have a hidden talent? Do I have a hidden talent? Um, most people wouldn't know. Uh, well, I did stand up comedy in New York City for mm-hmm. quite a long time. And I loved it. I mean, there's nothing more that I love than making people laugh. I, it's, as you know, Min, like if anyone knows me closely, I'll, I'll go the extra step to make the joke. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, so yeah, I mean, when I was young, my dream was I wanted to be an actress. I was gonna sing. I did all the things. I was in all the plays. Um, and uh, yeah, so I would say it's, you know, the acting, the, the being funny, singing. I mean, I, you know. Yes, I, I'm grateful that you, um, not even at the, the bequest, at the begging of me <laughs> and a couple other of your friends, you you got to play a little cameo in A Nice Girl Like You. And I'm thrilled about that. But that is one thing that I was going to talk about uh, 
too is that um, to be able to tack the way that you did early on in your career, where you came out here obviously to write and produce, but also to act and to have the ego in the best sense of the word. Mm to not only go where the work was, but to understand that storytelling is the thing and this is how I do it. And I do it really well. Yeah. So I I always consider you a producer, writer, actress, Mm -hmm. but I know you are known as a producer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Appreciate that. But I I really can't wait till you can act your balls off. I know. Thank you. I know we often talk about that. I mean, I did have a a great time in Nice Girl and, um, you know, you have to be able to feed your soul in in different ways and not feel guilty because of it. Well, I should only be doing this. I should only be doing that. It was also like what Isaac said on, on his time is, you know, it was so poignant what he said about his teeth or the guidance counselor or teacher in school saying, you're good at all these things, pick one. So that's what my family always did. You know, I know they have the best interest for me, but it was always, oh, you don't want to be an actress. No one's going to take that seriously. You don't want to do that. That's not a real job. You know, so right away, you know, you, you do, you, yeah, I want to please everybody around me. Right. So I want everyone to be proud of what I do. So, you know, every job I took over the years, even in my twenties, it's like, if I took the job at the bank, I was the branch manager in three years at like in my early twenties. So, you know, because I had to, whatever I was going to do, I was going to do the best at it, you know, and had to get the top job because I'd rather, you know, not have to answer to all these people. <laughs> Let them answer to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I also think acting is the hardest in that it's so not up to you whether you work or not. Right. I mean, there are, there's a way as an actor that I participate in my own career, whether it's staying in class or working on friends' short films or doing other other things like writing and producing. But, you know, yeah. there is something to be said for personalities like ours. You're right. It's, it's very hard when you're a control freak and you're good at certain things to have hands off on the thing that you really want. So anyway, I totally miscounted. We did five questions. Three was actually four. I know I was showing off for no reason. Um, (laughs) It's like our our lunches together. You know, I only have an hour, four hours later. We're still there. (laughs) Those are my favorite lunches. (laughs) We have the art Christian of being tangential trudies together. So if anyone else were to see our conversations (laughs) there, it's just this like centrifugal force (laughs) of 10 conversations. We get all of them. Just not linear. Uh, super non-linear. Yeah. yeah, super non-linear. Thank you. So anyway, uh, that was that. Uh, I hope our listeners have gotten a taste of just how exquisite and uh, amazing you are. But let's like dive into what we talk about as being the creative process, however you define it. What inspires you? Uh, what what stories, you know, uh, not in a broad way that we've talked about in the intro, but why does something resonate with Gina Panabianco? It's interesting. Um, it's a great question because it it can really, it, I wouldn't even define it as a specific genre. It's it, a per se. Um, it's just, there has to be a character for me that has a lot of layers of things going on that, and, and always something that I can tap into that resonates with me as a human being, you know? So it could be, uh, someone who's struggled in their life, you know, personally and trying to find themselves, you know, and whatever that is, that could resonate with me. It could be someone who had love and lost love, um, like we all have and say, oh God, I remember what that feels like. I want to see that journey. Who's this person, you know? So uh, things that are, are written really well, you know, I, I read a lot of scripts and you can just tell that sometimes people have ideas and they just spew them out. And then you're reading something and thinking, oh, God, I wanted this to be good, but there's like, it's, 
it's just rushed. It's not together. So those stories are are hard to find. But I always know when I do find them, it's something like when I'm reading in my mind, I can play out the story in my head. And when I see the characters playing out in my head, I usually know I've connected with it. It's something I want to do. Yeah. Reading a lot of books right now. So, you know, books, I think having an IP, turning those into films are great because you've already, A, you've got an audience who's read the book. Um, Books are great to adapt because you can say, you can stay true to the characters, but also deviate from it a bit um, to make maybe a, a scenario more interesting, you know? Yeah. What's, what's your, I, you, you tend to like your dream project tends to be the things that you're working on right now, Mm -hmm. but, but do you, so, and I know there's certain things and certain projects in various stages of production that we can't talk about. Right. And I, I'm sensitive to that, but I feel, especially because it's finally being released and I scroll up on demand, all platforms, July 17th. (laughs) <laughs> was such a labor of love for you in so many ways. First of all, you talk about a script. I remember you giving me this script and I had laugh out loud moments, which is so rare. Uh, so rare. It, rare. Yeah. Um, it was it was such a beautifully crafted script and, and, and better idea. So I completely understand why you wanted to do the film. But what I'd love you to talk about, and we will promote the heck out of it, and I'm so proud of it. But, you know, it started as a different thing. It started with the lead character being a different age. It started with so many different things. And so to talk about that process of getting the picture made, I think would be so fascinating for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, um, so Mindy knows best as anybody how long it took to get this off the ground. So, you know, um, I was dealing uh, on a, a project. I had connected a director, a very dear friend of mine with uh, Nicholas Bogner and, and Melanie Green over at their agency, Affirmative, mm-hmm. uh, for representation for him as a director and they saw his film and we just got to talking about the kind of material that I like uh, what I'd be looking for Um, and about a month later Nicholas reached out and said you know now that I've gotten to know you I know your humor I know your style I think you're going to love this I mean I read that script immediately and then I went back and read the book and when I read the script again I thought what a great effing adaptation from a book that really is a lot more about different vignettes and storylines to hone it in to this script about this girl or this woman at the time older and these friends so I became obsessed with it right away and Mindy knew about it right away and I became obsessed with it yeah she became obsessed with it. And it also had many iterations. You know, um, I had another partner at the time and she was going to direct it, uh, you know, and I think at that time for where we were, it would have been great, you know, but it It would have been a different movie, though. It it would it would have been a much different movie. It would just, you know, everything has its time. And if there's something that I've learned for everybody to know in this business is can't put the circle in the square. I've done it and it never works. (laughs) And it's always bad, real bad. But um, but but if you really just let something breathe and have its time and know that this is a great project, but let me move over here because I might be missing something over here. Yeah. So as Mindy knows, that wasn't the right time. And uh, Wes, who is one of my favorite people in the world as well, Mindy knows him, Wes, um, my a business partner at the time and now a partner in our current company. Um, he, you know, he was just so great. You know, he was so understanding about saying, we've already spent a little bit of this money, but now we're going to hold off and here's why. And he was always just super supportive. Um, so we let it sit for several years, always with the intention. I mean, Mindy and I, would talk and it was always, you know, you're doing Priscilla. Oh, I'm definitely doing Priscilla. And there was like no question in my mind from the minute she read it. Until. Until. (laughs) Until. Yeah. 
which is important to talk about. I mean, I it really, you is. know, I have to say by the time, so Christian, by the time it finally gets into, okay, this is where we're going to go. So the woman is going to be a young woman. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of did change the dynamic of, of the script and these okay. relationships yeah. with people. And uh, very uh, often, sure. yeah. I have been the victim of this many times, very often when you find the lead, the lead's representation, they're seeing commission signs, they're seeing work for their actors that they represent. So, you know, I have to say, Gina, not only, I mean, fought for me is sort of like a real understatement. Having said that, what I so appreciated in your not only belief in me, but belief in the original story and relationships is no one denied, including our crew, the immediate chemistry we all have. Lucy, Jackie, me and Etheria. I mean, it works. Yeah, it, it works really Very well, important. I think. I, Christian, I can't wait for you to see the movie because it's really great for for men and women, older, younger. I think, you know, to, to Mindy's point about um, even though we, we ended up skewing for the lead of Lucy and she's adorable, and wonderful. We adore her. Lucy Hale, bravo. Lucy Hale, we love you. Um, but, you know, she was she just was so gracious. I mean, how, wasn't she just uh, she just was open every single day, every single day, even when she was sick that time she had to go to the doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. She no one even knew. She just was the kind of she just was a adorable. And honestly, I can say um, going with that choice, 100% right choice to do. Now, with that said, as Mindy's saying, there were the other people that came in and had their other ideas for characters, um, specifically Priscilla. But there was absolutely no way that was not happening with Mindy. And what I always said is it's it goes beyond, it's not even a friendship thing. It's it's the person that has the talent that is absolutely right for this. I wouldn't, like I always, people know who know me, I'm not hiring friends just right. because I like them. They have to be qualified in some way to do what they can do. I had to audition. And she had to audition. For a part that was quote unquote given to me, right? So, I mean, I do think, and I've heard this from many of my friends, of us all having to do it. Listen, yeah. I, I know that I'm Priscilla. You know I'm Priscilla. Let me show you guys mm-hmm. that I'm Priscilla. You know, so it was... Well, you know, heart on the heart. Mm, I know it. My was. mind and my actor cap was like, let's go. Come <laughs> on. You know, I have to tell yeah. you, and, and Mindy and I, we've since talked this through, you know, in length. Yeah. But I mean, my heart hurt so much because I knew that, you know, it's tough to it's tough to have to get out there and go. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for so long and I have to prove this to you. OK, sure. Whatever. Um, but it, it honestly, it pissed me off. But I had other people that I had layers of and things that I had to answer to and for, but it still was not going to deter me from, you know, that was going to be Mindy's. And, you know, it was hard for she and I in those moments. And everyone who listens to this will know you are going to have moments if you in a position of authority, the ability to, you know, create and bring people together, you're going to have to really determine, do do you fight for someone and and why? And if you believe it, you you have to. you know, Which leads me to the, I, I know we can't talk in details or, or, or personalities and we, sh- we shan't, but even in the current project that you're working on, you know, you have, you are working with a few other producers and how, how do you compromise on a talent choice that may have not been your first choice or a crew member, a vital yeah. crew, well, every crew member is vital, but um, you know, a, a DP, yeah. a, you know, a, a, a head of grip and dolly, you know, someone that's really yeah. going to make a break. Yeah. How, how do you negotiate what's important to you and what's yeah, not. It's it is a it's a that's a great question because we you know as producers when you're when you're someone who is fully immersed in the entire process from beginning to end you have to pick and choose your battles and I, I and that's something that I feel like I've had to learn but I feel innately it's always just been in me to say mm, okay I, I can 
I can appease this person by this, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get this. And uh, that's, and I'm just going to put that little check mark. Um, But yeah, it's definitely look on projects like this one that we had to shut down. um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's filled with lots of amazing actors and A-list actors, and they all have their stuff that they come with and their needs and everything. And so you have to balance, you, you, you know, so let's just say there's, there's an actor that you might not have in your head, certainly in my head, it had that. I don't know if I envision that as my first, but um, wouldn't it be great to see them challenge themselves and do it? You know, okay, so let me right. go into that mindset instead and come from a positive right. place to say, okay, that's not in my mind, but maybe. Well, also the biggest, one of the biggest things people, you know, have asked me about producer, right? Is that I said, you have to have an ego bigger than the world and then not an ego and then an ego again. Cause basically you're at the helm until production and then you hand it over to a director. Right. And then after he or she is finished, you take it back. Right. Mm -hmm. And you now have to put it together. So it's one of those, I'm at the helm. I'm not at the helm. I'm at the helm. And a lot of people either are doing it uh-huh. or don't understand that dance. Yeah. It's really challenging. It's a really good point because I'll share something that, and it took me a while to, to honestly come to grips with. And I remember my first few movies in television and I worked really hard. And I mean, I put in a lot of work and I knew that that work meant that the film was happening. But at the end, it's true. Like the creative, let's say the, the directors certainly get to say my movie. Oh, I made my movie, my movie. Um, and I thought, but it's it's my it's my movie, just our our movie, right? Yeah. But um, so that that's definitely a hard thing to swallow. I've always been the type I embrace everything as a we, you know, and as much as I can when I know that someone needs that. Yeah, it's like we're doing this. Even in my current, uh, you know, film now, though, all the pr- producers, you know, we all bring something different to the table. Yeah. Even if I know I'm talking to my company and my investors who are doing this, I'll always say, well, you know, we or you know, hey, you know, Rob and I discuss this, and we feel. Because right. I, I just think um, I'm not going to come from that place. You know, if I do that, then I expect that you do that as well. And then maybe if, you know, as my Angela always says, when you know better, you do better. So if I can teach someone, you know, a little way just to say you can be inclusive. Everyone gets that you are special. We got it. It's, it's OK. <laughs> Everything rises and sets mostly around you. But there are a few other people here <laughs> that we would also like to have some light. It does not resonate life. with Christian. I've seen him do that dance as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have to. And here's the thing is someday, uh, you know, there comes the point where, you know, now like how Mindy's taking the time and people get to know you and they understand the full scope of, of what you do. And you are in the background a lot of the time, but that's okay. You know, you're, you're getting something incredible done and people that are the ones that are tight knit and know how a movie's made. They get it. They get it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, that's very much true. I'm going to take a little break, ladies, give us a chance to catch our breath, do a little business for our listeners and our viewers. Just let everyone know that once again, uh, lots of information about Gina is available on our website, mondayswithmindy.com. There are links to subscribe to our podcast on every major podcast platform, as well as on YouTube. If you would like to actually watch the show as opposed to just listen to it, there's a section there. You can leave comments. You can give us a thumbs up if you like what you're what you're seeing and hearing. And there's a little bell now. If you want to tap that, you'll be notified whenever a new episode releases. That is every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So again, if you're interested in a little bit more about the show, about either Mindy or myself, want to shoot us an email, get in touch with us, or learn more about our guest, Gina, all that information will be on mondayswithmindy.com, including show notes and sort of everything else we talked about. And now that being said, we have a very special sponsor this week, and we're very excited about it. It's an honorary sponsor for Mondays with Mindy, and that honorary sponsor is is the new film 
brought to you by Caliwood Pictures and Vertical Entertainment, starring Lucy Hale, Jackie Cruz, and our very own Mindy Cohn. It's called A Nice Girl Like You. It will be released Friday, July 17th. It will be available on Apple TV, Amazon, and pretty much every major on-demand video streaming service. Uh, more information will be on mondayswithmindy.com so you guys can connect there if you're having trouble finding it or you just want a direct link. We'll add it up in the show notes so that you can check it out. Again, that's July 17th. It's a Friday. Uh, the new movie starring Mindy Cohn, Lucy Hale, and Jackie Cruz called A Nice Girl Like You. Switch to oh, yes. Thank you. Love it. That was great. Thanks. Thanks, my love bug. That was so awesome. You know what I'd, I'd like to kind of just dive into for a couple minutes, G, if you feel comfortable doing it. You know, I am always really careful about uh, keeping personal lives of our guests private, uh, let them do their thing. But um, you and I have, have bonded over being women uh, of a certain age, I being older than Gina, that have taken risks. You know, for me, it's been to stand in my actress-dom and um, claim it. And this is the life I've chosen and it's not always right. peaches and sometimes work is not up to me. And you as a producer have shown me, oh, it makes me very emotional <clears throat> to walk away from something where there is a very generous paycheck and, uh, but you are not fulfilled as a storyteller mm -hmm. and your voice is being dimmed mm -hmm. uh, by either an ego or a direction the company is taking that isn't really what it was started out to do. Having said that, to be able to leave that and that security and not only start something new, you're trying to change people's lives by telling stories, impact them emotionally, psychologically, and move away from things that are Entertainment, yes, but not that. Mm -hmm. Do you want to speak to that at all without sort of asking you? I don't want to ask you direct questions because I want you, you to share what you want to share about it. But it really is like a TED Talk, G, what you've been through the last two years. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Yeah, I don't mind talking about it and uh, because it's it really it, it's part of who I am. I loved the reason I, I started it and wanted to do it. Um and it's also shaped me to how I am now, um, that I, I couldn't be here now with Caliwood Pictures and all these great things happening if that didn't happen. So, yeah, I mean, I, um, I'm co-founder of uh, an OTT platform, but something along the way happened and happens sometimes you realize when you've got someone you have been so close with in a friendship and business for so many years and you see things different. You know, you, you have a different yeah. point of view. Um, yeah. I, I think it became, I, I was, as you said, my, my light was definitely being diminished. I felt that I didn't have a voice and I had great idea. We used to talk about Mindy and I, you know, there's five lanes to a freeway. It doesn't mean you go down one lane because you actually need to hit multiple, you know, walks of life uh, of people. Yeah. So it was a very difficult time for me because uh, the three of us, we had all put a lot into that uh, initially for the launch in 2017. And, um, you know, and my brother came in as an early uh, investor mm -hmm. as well to see that you are taking a step back and, you know, cause I would, I would cry a lot <laughs> at home all the time as, yeah. you know, and, uh, um, I, I cried because I wanted so hard for things to work. And I cried out of my own fears. I was a new mom. I just had right. a, a, adopted an open adoption. My yes, Jack. gorgeous little boy, little Jackie bear. <laughs> and um, 
Oh, and um, so most people, G, would not walk away from even if if they were unhappy or not as satisfied as expected, would stay just out of you know for the paycheck. You are a single mom yeah. with yeah. a newborn, yeah. You know, and instead, you absolutely jumped off the cliff. I mean, and I did, and it was a poignant moment because I remember, um, you know, I, I contemplated staying, you know, and because there was so much at stake for me, it wasn't just the company, it was friendship, it was things, it was a history of years and years. And even though I can definitely take the back seat at times when I know certain things have to happen, I'm definitely not the person who's going to be in the back seat. I'll visit, but I can't stay there. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, so anyway, I remember going to which, by the way, I'm going to interrupt you because to me, it's the definition of of a creative hmm. someone who, if my voice is not being heard and I'm not storytelling the way that I want to. I physically am not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not about money. It's not about prestige. It's not about ego. It, it's literally like, I'm not going to be happy mm-hmm. doing what I'm meant to be doing on this planet. So, yeah. And, I, and it's tr- And I remember calling uh, my therapist. We all have one of those. And, uh, and I, I said to her, this is what I'm thinking. And she said, wow. I can't really. And I said, yeah, is it bad? Is it? And she said, no, that's amazing. She said, jump. And, you know, like the net will appear, as they say, just just yes. do it. Because, you know, quite honestly, Gina, you know, you don't want to hear yourself keep, you know, complaining about it or crying over it or wondering why things right. could be different. You know, just that's not you. Just move. Just move. Just go forward. Right. Um, and so I thought, what you know, what can I do um, if, you know, if, if I were to leave and you know, with my son. And so, you know, I had to regroup and go back to, you know, Wes, who is a dear friend for years, yep. a business partner. And and he was ready. And when I, you know, I, I remember I went to him um, in August uh, of that year and said, uh, that's why everything happened so quickly, because I went to him and early August. And I said, here's the thing. I loved nice girl like you. I know we had it sitting for a long time. The money was always in the bank because we were always going to make it. So um, everything was there. And I said, how do you feel about getting it back off the ground? He said, yeah, let's, let's do it. And now Wes, just so you know, you know, he's a financial risk management advisor, very successful. This film is not his, his world, um, except in, you know, a lot of the finance sense, but we've partnered quite a few times. And so for, to get that, that uh, positive feedback from him. And, and he knew a lot of things that were going on. And he said, Gina, I, I couldn't be happier for you. This is, this is like right. your destiny. He also believed in your ability yeah. as we were talking about at the beginning yeah. of our conversation that yeah. you have, which is incredibly rare. Um, he, he sees a good investment, you know, yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a good on it. So, you know, that's, so that's the story. So once that happened, um, you know, we just, you know, move quickly. And I said to him, look, I, I'm going to try to get this off the ground in, you know, September, October time. Let's just see what happens. All I can do is just try. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, so we did. Which is also always the thing, right, Christian? This is like years and years mm-hmm. and years of yeah. G and I talking about it and her <laughs> putting it on the shelf and taking it down and putting it. And then when it's like a yes, it, goes. Yeah. it was like a bullet train. Yeah. yeah. That's, what, yeah. that's, that's like, what I love about entertainment. Something sit there forever and you're like, is this ever going to happen? And then when it does, it, it's like when, you know, Robert Zemeckis talks about Forrest Gump. Everyone's like, oh, it's a great yes. story. What an original. No, it's been like, you know how many years? And he's Robert Zemeckis, for Christ's sake. <laughs> right. Like 15 years, people are like, what the f*** this? You know, yes. some guy who chases a leaf and like, you know, talking <laughs> yeah. about you know, shrimp. <laughs> so well, I have to say, 
it, it has always been my motto. I have not hit a year where I don't believe what I'm saying. And when I hit that year, I think we'll all mourn it terribly. <laughs> but for now, I do think the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. It's not only a pithy thing to say, but you know that I walk and talk it. Yeah. And um, even in times of, you know, dissatisfaction and frustration. I have to say that I am so excited that I have a front row seat Mm. to the best is yet to come for you, Gina. Thank you. I am so excited and Mm. will be hanging on ever so tightly to those coattails. Thanks for playing. I have one trip with your name already on it. You just sit right there. Oh my God. Anyway, um, I am so excited for you. I feel that finally the uh, release of Nice Girl Like You and what will be, I know, an amazing second film coming out of Hollywood. I mean, just being one day on the set and seeing the characters and reading the script, it is a home run, um, I predict. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just so excited. Thank you. Um, Thank you so, so, so much for being a part of our Mondays with Mindy. This was great, you guys. And I'll just, I just want to give a shout out to my amazing partners, John, Mike, and Wes, who with Caliwood, you know, and their support could not, could not be doing it. They give me the freedom to, you know, make the choices and they have faith in me to move forward, um, which is incredible. And they have very good taste. I have to say. I have to say. I mean, look, hello. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also, just the projects you're starting to manifest and create and gather, yes. you know, it does. It does a lot for them mm. uh, also. Yeah. yeah. So I, I feel very happy. Thank you. I you. do too. We need to talk about our next, 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 next. Next, next, next. In the meantime, it's just full court press on a nice girl like you. I love it. I'm Absolutely. so excited for everybody to see this movie. It's so adorable and charming. And I'm going to tell you, Mindy, because she won't say it. She is one of the very best things in the movie. Every time someone sees this movie, they say, and Mindy made me laugh my ass off. <laughs> it's so funny. Wait, to, she oh, I'm so excited. And she, impro- oh. she improvised so much. And we have so much of that. You know, the one I'm talking about with you and Lucy sitting on the bench. I mean, I do. So it makes me laugh. <laughs> thinking about know it. that that was not scripted when you hear them on the bench in the rain with the umbrella. That's all Mindy. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see <laughs> awesome. it myself. She- uh, thank you so much. Thank you. I feel so blessed. Thank you, Christian. So nice to meet you. So nice you. to meet you. Thank, thank you for joining we'll us and sharing. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes soon, I hope. So yeah, yeah. When we can sit closer than six feet or That's, a camera apart. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And good luck with the show. You guys are doing a killer job, really. You're such a great interviewer and you're so great, Christian, as well. And your energy's together. It's, it's great. I'm happy for you thank guys. Thank you for the Very feedback. Happy. Appreciate Thanks, that. Loving. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is our very special guest, Gina, checking out her film on the 17th. Again, we'll have some more information on the website. Uh, links in the show notes. You can learn more about her, more about the projects that she's going to be releasing in the near future. Not just a nice girl like you, but check out the website. Check out Gina. Learn more about her. And once again, thank you very much for being on our show. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. See we'll you see soon. later. Take care. I'll talk to you later, G. And that was Gina Panabianco. Pretty amazing. She's so relatable. I, I wasn't expecting that. It was, it caught me off guard in a really, really great way. Well, what about, I mean, you being the producer that you are, it's not many times producers gab the way that she did, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, I, I like producers in large part, at least in my experience in the entertainment business, tend to kind of fall behind the scenes. It's generally the role, even though they're very much a big player in everything that's in front of the camera that's happening on, on all sides. I like that she kind of lifted up the kimono a little bit and revealed <laughs> a little behind the scenes, the process. the process, the magic that goes into the filmmaking process, you know, that a lot of people don't really know that you could get funding for a film that sits 
in a canister for years. And it's only Mm -hmm. when life kind of taps you on the shoulder and reminds you that you're you're, you're need to be directed in that way. And that's, you know, kind of amazing that she saw, she didn't know the opportunity was a hundred percent there, but she went after it anyway and said, this isn't working. This is better. Let's, let's go for it. And short this is how much I believe in Gina Panabianco is that I think people will listen to this podcast years from now after Gina has accepted one of many of her Oscars for best picture project she is now involved in. Yeah. I mean, she's at a level that she should be in. It's, sure. it's very exciting. Yeah. And we will add her first. I think that name is going to be, you know, resonating in all of our ears for many, many years to come, which I'm very excited to see how, where she goes and how she takes this journey. It's pretty awesome. And hopefully you'll be along for the ride for most of that too. (laughs) You know, I will beg borrow steel. (laughs) Well, this was uh, another awesome conversation, Mindy. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you to our audience for joining us again. uh, If I haven't told you enough times, mondayswithmindy.com pretty much has everything you could possibly need. Um, Join us next week. We're excited to be back with you once again, where we will be joined by another one of Mindy's co-stars from uh, the upcoming film that we just talked about. So hopefully you can join us for that and we will see you then. Bye, everybody.